0: I wrote this as a letter to my soul, but as the Lord's artisan and an encourager of the brethren, it is only fitting I share this with all who have an ear to hear. I love to worship God. I'm blessed to be able to play the guitar at my current level, and I seek to get better every day. It allows me to be able to compose music and write lyrics and testify of the glory of the Lord and His majesty throughout the ages. I'm not the best guitarist or vocalist, but I realize that it is not about being the best, but about being the most earnest and humble before the Lord of hosts. Try to imagine the beauty of the voices of angels who sing, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty for all eternity. These creatures were created specifically to praise and worship Jehovah. Which human's voice can possibly compare to that? We are the ones who glorify vocalists because of their voices or how talented they are musically. Yet those same vocalists may just not be doing it for the glory of God, but for recognition from those other than God. Also, why should God be willing to hear us when he has a mighty host of angels singing of his glory? What is man that thou art mindful of him? And the son of man, that thou visitest him, for thou hast made him a little lower than angels, and hast crowned him with glory and honor. Psalms 8, verses 4 to 5. I search further for the answer, and I believe God is very attentive to our praise and worship because of what he shared through the writings of Peter. First Peter chapter 1, verses 6 to 9 says, In this you greatly rejoice. you rejoice with joy inexpressible and full of glory, receiving the end of your faith, the salvation of your souls. God marvels at our faith in him. We as humanity go through very trying things that angels have not had to endure. Yet we as imperfect worshipers of Jehovah, we persist in worshiping him. Despite the various trials and temptations in our lives, Despite all you are going through, you are still willing to sing of God's praises You have his attention. Praise and worship of Jehovah Elohim, as I stated before, is intimacy. It begins when no one else is around but you and God. Of course, there is a corporate worship when we must come together to praise and worship God together. Everyone waiting in one place, in one accord for the Holy Spirit to come in like a violent breath and consume everyone in his presence. I've come to realize that this is not often the outcome, because even though everyone is in one place, they're not necessarily in one accord and of one mind. I believe that is why we are not seeing the manifested power of God as we should in our corporate time of praise and worship. Some people may be distracted in their thoughts or may be struggling with issues of the heart. Or maybe the praise and worship team is not in one accord themselves. Therefore, they struggle to lead the congregation into praising and worshiping Jehovah. There is also the possibility that we just do not know how to get our thoughts and hearts focused on God. So how do we solve these issues? Gratitude. David sings in Psalms 100 verse 4 enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. Be thankful to him and bless his name. We solve the issues of our internal discord in our private times with God and corporate time of praise and worship through gratitude. Imagine if your soul has joined your spirit who is testifying with the Holy Spirit and being grateful to God and blessing him in genuine adoration for all he has done. And the same thing is happening with every person during corporate worship. The knowledge of the glory of God, who is the Holy Spirit, will blow through that place and miracles will happen. Acts 2, day of Pentecost was a template God gave us of how to do corporate worship. However, God's people are not getting the results thereafter because they have missed the revelation Paul shared in Romans chapter 1, verse 21. Because although they knew God, they did not glorify him as God, nor were thankful, but became futile in their thoughts, and their foolish hearts were darkened. Ungratefulness keeps us away from the promises of God, not because God is keeping us out, but because we refuse to knock at the door. Often we may even struggle to find the door due to wrong thinking and a foolish, darkened heart. Jesus in Matthew chapter 7, verses 7 to 8 says, Ask, and it will be given to you. Seek, and you will find. Knock, and it will be opened to you. For everyone who asks receives, and he who seeks finds. And to him who knocks, it will be opened ungratefulness makes it difficult to knock. We are afraid to knock. We are fooled into believing that knocking on God's door will bring condemnation and judgment. We are afraid to be exposed and naked before the Lord of all creation. The God who saw us and formed us naked in our mother's womb and sees us even now, even as we with futility try to hide. So we don't knock and we just walk away carrying heavy burdens that are not ours to bear. But God knows all and sees all. David in Psalms 19 verses four said, let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, my strength and my redeemer. God can see the words we speak visibly. He can feel them. He knows them. Every word that leaves our mouths have a frequency to it, an energy, a power consisting of either life or death. He sees our hearts and all the things we try to hide in them. He sees them better and with greater understanding than the best surgeon performing open heart surgery. We are not hiding anything from God, but he loves us anyway. David in Psalms 139 is crying out to God, about how much he hates his enemies. Do I not hate them, O Lord, who hate you? And do I not loathe those who rise up against you? I hate them with a perfect hatred. I count them my enemies. But then he checks himself and says, Search me, O God, and know my heart. Try me and know my thoughts and see if there be any wicked way in me and lead me on the way everlasting. David started in sin, but ends this psalm in surrender. David knows God sees all and knows that his hatred is an issue of his heart that will keep the door shut. He knows that he needs a clean heart and a right spirit to praise and worship God. So David surrenders. We must surrender to God. We are not to be afraid to knock at the door and be let in because of what God will find. Let him find everything he already has. But God is patient. He is kind. He is love. Your agreement about your condition matters so much to him. He does not force you to acknowledge the truth. He desires you to choose by your own free will that you need him. Surrendering to God is the best thing that can happen to you. So in a time of praise and worship, don't just stand there with arms folded or look lost. I encourage you to knock at God's door. In fact, he tells us to come boldly into his throne of grace to find grace and mercy in time of need. You should not even wait for him to open the door. Be be like that little kid who is willing to just bust through their parents' room door because they know it is not locked. Again, If you're not sure how to even, if you're not sure how to even get to the door, begin to just thank him. Thank you, Lord. Even if that's all you can say, thank you, Lord. Ask the spirit of truth to bring you to remembrance of all that God has ever done for you and say, thank you, Lord. Shower Jesus with thanks for being beaten to the point of being unrecognizable. He did it for you. Shower him with thanks for going to the cross for you. Shower Jesus with thanks for having nails hammered into his hands and feet for you. Shower him with thanks because when God looked away from Jesus, it meant he never again will look away from you because of sin. Shower him with thanks because death could not hold him. Because of that, death cannot hold you. Shower him with thanks that right now, as a child of God, you are seated and kept safe in the realm that is Jesus. You are in Christ as Christ is in you. The trials of the world is temporary. You are an eternal being. Shower him with thanks because Jesus has given us back dominion of the earth and so much more. Dominion in Hebrew is Radah. The Hebrew letters for Radah are Resh, Daleth, Hay, which means behold the most important door. Shower Jesus with things that God chose to come to earth in human form to become the most important door because mankind had shut the door of their hearts in God's face. Therefore, shutting the door on ourselves, hindering ourselves from experiencing true intimacy with God, but by Jesus becoming the most important door himself, the way is once again open. The veil has been torn. So lift up your heads, all ye gates, and be lifted up, you everlasting doors, so the King of glory can come in. And as God is coming into you, blessing and adorning you, you are coming into him with thanksgiving and with praise. The intermingling of the bridegroom and his bride, Shower Jesus with thanks, for this is the truest and most holy of unions that can possibly exist between the God of all creation and the human race. Silla.